Okay, so let's do a little bit of a follow-up from the last episode in which I talked about Marc-Andre Fleury and him hypothetically signing a one-year deal with the New Jersey Devils. But let's also look at some other goalies who are set to hit the unrestricted free agent market and maybe you know target them to come over and play for the New Jersey Devils organization. Which goalies am I talking about? We have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. My apologies for not posting an episode yesterday. Unfortunately, I had some technical difficulties that resulted in the audio getting completely corrupted, so that episode is now in my computer's trash bin. So once again, I apologize for that, and we're going to try this again. So in the last episode, I talked about a hypothetical scenario that was brought to my attention by another Devils podcaster. His name is Neil. He's the host of the Devil's State of Mind podcast, and he basically uh, asked his followers on Twitter as to whether or not they would want the New Jersey Devils to hypothetically, once again, sign Marc-Andre Fleury to a one-year deal just to act as sort of a mentor and just try to be some sort of stability in net for the Devils who have been struggling at the goaltending position for the last couple of years. And most of you said yes in that regards. And then I decided to record an episode. And I also said yes as well to Neil's question. So once again, uh, I reached out to Neil and I said, hey, I I agree with your stance in regards to Marc-Andre Fleury. I would love for the New Jersey Devils to try to pursue him this offseason. And even if it's for a one-year deal, I believe that just his his uh, overall presence can definitely go a long way for someone like Mackenzie Blackwood. Now, in the last episode, someone said that, look, Mackenzie Blackwood does need to play a little bit better. And you are right in that sense, but this is a two-way street, as in, I need Mackenzie Blackwood to perform better, yes, but I also need the Devils front office to do better in regards to putting Mackenzie Blackwood in a better position because here's the problem with Mackenzie Blackwood is that he doesn't have any stability behind him. He doesn't really have that overall mentorship that can help guide him in the NHL, so I feel as though that's doing him a a complete disservice. So once again, Mackenzie Blackwood does need to perform better, but at the same time, the front office needs to do a better job of putting him into a situation to succeed. And I believe that bringing in someone like Marc-Andre Fleury or someone of his essence can definitely go a long way, even if it's for one year. So the problem that the New Jersey Devils have had the past few years is that they've been trying to sign a veteran goalie. So, for example, I think the first one that comes to mind is Corey Crawford, won two Stanley Cup championships with the Chicago Blackhawks. And then we tried uh, getting Jonathan Bernier as well. So with Corey Crawford, he decided to uh, call the career before the season even started. So we had to thrust Scott Wedgwood into a role that he was not prepared for. And then Wedgwood became our starter for a couple weeks because Mackenzie Blackwood went down uh, onto the COVID protocol list. And then when looking at someone like uh, Jonathan Bernier, he was available for the first couple months of the season. Unfortunately, he had to have hip surgery and that shut him down for the rest of the year. So once again, I think the Devils have been doing a decent job of just trying to bring in some veteran goalies and that overall leadership, but you know, not getting some stability behind Mackenzie Blackwood. That's definitely a big uh, X factor going into this offseason. So that's something the New Jersey Devils certainly need to do. But I reached out to Neil and I said that I agree with him in that sort of aspect as to what the New Jersey Devils 
Bulls should do with someone like Marc-Andre Fleury, which is just try to pursue him. I know it's not likely to happen. We're not trying to plant that seed inside your guys' mind, but at the same time, we just believe that someone of Marc-Andre Fleury's essence can definitely go a long way. So Neil actually sent me an article that he wrote for Inside the Puck, and he gave his reasons as to why he would want Marc-Andre Fleury to sign with the New Jersey Devils. So his three main talking points were stability and net. So I've talked about it in the last episode, which is the New Jersey Devils. We had to play a game of musical chairs during the course of last season uh, when it came to goalies. So we had Nico Dawes, we had Akira Schmidt, and then obviously you have your 1A and your 1B. So you have Jonathan Bernier, Mackenzie Blackwood. Then we had to sign Andrew Hammond, John Gillies, um, and and Kyle Shapiro, an emergency backup goalie. So basically it was just uh, we had no stability behind Mackenzie Blackwood. And if he doesn't have just like that bona fide backup behind him, then we're forced to overwork him. And we saw what happened because Mackenzie Blackwood played in what, like nine straight games. And then when we played the Arizona Coyotes come January, he re-aggravated his ankle injury and he was shut down for essentially the rest of the year. And he returned when there were a couple games left on the season. So overall, bringing in some stability for Mackenzie Blackwood will definitely be huge. And the big talking point, and Neil said it in his article that I was talking about in the last episode, was that I feel as though Marc-Andre Fleury could definitely be a mentor towards Mackenzie Blackwood because that's someone he kind of needs because he's had to just, you know, be forced to grow up in a sense because Mackenzie Blackwood behind him, I just said, Akira Schmidt and Nico Dawes, both those guys are rookies. They're trying to carve out their niche in the NHL and Mackenzie Blackwood is just trying to, you know, be that bona fide goalie or that Vezda Trophy uh, winner that we believe that he could have been back in 2015 when we first obtained him. So in the draft. So once again, I feel as though just uh, getting that mentor and someone to guide Mackenzie Blackwood should certainly go a long way in that sort of sense as well. And then here's the thing that Neil touched on in his article that I didn't talk about in the last episode. He said that he's a risk that the Devils can take in order to win. So the one thing I have to say to Tom Fitzgerald and the entire organization is that don't be afraid to take a risk this offseason. So the thing with Marc-Andre Fleury, even if it's for one year, even if he says, look, I'm just here, I'm just here for one more season and then I'm done, that's fine. We just need someone like Marc-Andre Fleury to just put our team back on the map in that regards because we have to be honest when we're approaching free agency or the trade deadline next season, whatever the case might be, which is our ceiling is a wild card spot. We're not going to like be top of the division. So we got to be realistic. But at the same time, I think if you're telling these free agents like, look, here's where our team stands currently. If all goes well, then we could definitely get back into the wild card and, and clinch a playoff berth in that sort of aspect. However, for right now, if we're being completely honest with ourselves, we're probably going to miss the playoffs and we're going to be wildly inconsistent. So uh, I, I would say take a risk on someone like Marc-Andre Fleury, even if it is for one year, because that one year can definitely be a huge difference for a New Jersey Devils organization. But, you know, we don't just have to talk about Marc-Andre Fleury. We could talk about a few other goalies who are set to become unrestricted free agents that the New Jersey Devils can try to pursue. So I found an article, thanks to one of my colleagues at Pucks and Pitchforks, and his name is Jeremy Goldstein, and he put out an article in regards to three free agent goalie options that the New Jersey Devils must sign this offseason. So players that the Devils can certainly question about and try to bring over to the organization. And he has a couple good points. And obviously, I, I had the chance to read the article and I had the chance to do more research on these goalies and to see what they could bring to our organization. And, you know, I have my 
uh, praise, and I also have my concerns to go along with that. So we'll look at what Jeremy had to say in regards to some goalie options for the New Jersey Devils momentarily. But first, before we continue, it's time for the first live read this morning, and it comes from our friends at Rock Auto. So with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every consumer. They have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find all the solutions to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com, everybody. And now the second live read comes from our friends at Built Bar. So we've been asking Built to, you know, basically step up and deliver. And by golly, they delivered. So introducing Built Granola Bars. They are now available. Built Granola Bars come in three unbelievable flavors. They have chocolate peanut butter. They have chocolate coconut and white chocolate berry. Want to try all three flavors that you could get a mix box at Built.com right now. These are so different from the bars and the pus, but built granola bars are loaded with granola it's a perfect combination of crunch and chewiness and just like bars and puffs these babies are packed with protein and covered in 100 percent real chocolate with 150 calories 15 grams of protein and only four grams of sugar built granola bars will change your world built has cracked the code to make better granola and they deliver all the time and they are made with collagen protein with your so your body can absorb them more, more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits so if you've been waiting for a healthy and delicious granola bar to hit the market this is your time head to built.com right now and get all the built granola bars three delicious flavors to try once again they have chocolate peanut butter chocolate coconut and white chocolate berry so don't miss out get yours today go to built.com get built granola bars right now all you have to do is go to built.com use promo code locks 15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Okay, so let's look at this article from Jeremy, courtesy of Pucks and Pitchforks, and let's see what he has to say in regards to some goalie options that the New Jersey Devils can look at. So the first one on his list is Vitek Vanacek. So he says, with the Devils having a large amount of money available to spend this offseason, it would be without a doubt in their best interest to throw a large portion of that money at Washington Capitals goalie Vitek Vanacek. The 26-year-old recorded a 2.6 goals against average along with the save percentage of 920. So when looking at Vitek Vanacek, I already said his goals against average and his save percentage. This season, he had a record of 20, 12, and 6, and he appeared in 42 games, and he started in 39 of them. So here's the thing with Vanacek. He is 26 years of age, so he is young, and he definitely has a lot of upside. Now, I talked about this in a more recent episode, which is you want to be somewhat cautious when going after a young goalie because they still have a lot of room to develop and grow. So Vanacek, I'm just saying his worst during the regular season, at least, is better than most of our goalies best. Just putting that out there, there's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. However, I'm just a little hesitant in that regards because one of the things I talked about that Mackenzie Blackwood needs is that he needs a mentor. He needs someone to guide him. And the New Jersey Devils need a lot more guys with playoff experience, guys who've been in this situation multiple times. So when looking at Marc-Andre Fleury, the guy's a multi-time all-star he won the Vesna trophy in 2021 he's a three-time Stanley Cup champion so I, he won all those with a Pittsburgh
Pittsburgh Penguins, so which is why I don't think he would want to go to New Jersey Devils. But digressing a little bit, when looking at Vanacek, is like, you know, he has a good track history for how long he's been in the league. However, come playoff time, and yes, I know I'm being a little overzealous. I'm stepping uh, ahead of myself right now, but I do got to take everything into consideration. When looking at what Vanacek does during the course of the playoffs, we, we saw this season with the Washington Capitals. He appeared in two playoff games, and he had a goals against average of 4.21 and a save percentage of 863. So that's my overall concern with Vanacek, which is if the New Jersey Devils were to hypothetically, best case scenario, reach the playoffs and we need to rely on him in the playoffs, is that really the guy we turn to? So my overall thing for Vanacek is that he was great with the Washington Capitals, a team that has a lot of veteran players, a team that's always expected to make the playoffs. That's great and all, but at the same time, it's just like he's young. He doesn't really perform well in the playoffs because last year he appeared in one playoff game and he had a goals against average of 4.56 and a save percentage of 750. So yeah, that's that's my overall concern in that regards because I just don't know if Vanacek is the right person to be turning to. However, I, I, I'm just saying this. We, we are definitely not in a boat to be picky. So if Vanacek is available and he is the best case scenario for the New Jersey Devils, then there's really no problem of jumping the gun on a player of his caliber. But the two factors that I'm just concerned about is his playoff experience and, you know, the fact that he didn't do too well in the three playoff games that he's been given the opportunity to be a net in. And then obviously he's 26 years of age. So does that really help Mackenzie Blackwood in that sort of way? Does that really take the burden off of Mackenzie Blackwood's shoulders? Is this really the guy we turn to when we need, um, you know, someone to just basically take our organization to the next level? I don't think so, but Vanacek is definitely worth someone to take a look at. And I do agree with Jeremy in that regard. So maybe Vanacek wouldn't be worst case scenario, but at same time, I feel as though there's better options out there, including Darcy Kemper. So here's what Jeremy had to say about Darcy Kemper. After an, inc- after an inconsistent first nine seasons of his NHL career, excuse me, Darcy Kemper has settled in and is in the midst of his best NHL season after being acquired by the Colorado Avalanche this past season. It's the best opportunity he's been given to be the full-time starter on the team. Once the season comes to an end for Darcy Kemper, uh, this season will be the most games he has played in his entire career. So when looking at Kemper and his overall statistics, you know, we we just need to take into consideration that this would be a huge gift for the New Jersey Devils because he has a record of 37-12-4. He has a goals against average of 2.54 and a save percentage of 9.21. So if I had to choose anyone from this list, it would definitely be Darcy Kemper because it seems as though he uh, improved mightily once uh, he got traded away from the Arizona Coyotes. So for the Coyotes last season in the 56-game uh, season, he appeared in 27 of them, and he had a record of 10-11-3 and and a save percentage of 907 and a goals against average of 2.56. And the, the thing is, is that, uh, the, that Darcy Kemper was able to do this for a contender in the Colorado Avalanche, and he was also able to do it for a team that's completely in the gutter, a team that can't even keep the lights on in the Arizona Coyotes. So Darcy Kemper would be a huge gift for the New Jersey Devils. So if I'm Tom Fitzgerald, you got to do whatever it takes to reach out to Darcy Kemper and his overall uh, crew, whatever the case might be, and just try to convince Darcy to you know shy away from the Colorado Avalanche organization and play for the New Jersey Devils. All he has to do is just contact another former Colorado Avalanche. Obviously, they weren't teammates, but contact Ryan Graves and just tell Ryan Graves, like, look, once you come to the New Jersey Devils, you can have a career year because that's what happened to Ryan Graves. So ultimately, for Darcy Kemper, I've talked about his overall impact and his pending free agency before on this show. I did a Silly Season episode 
uh, I believe a month or two ago in regards to this situation. But ultimately, do I think Darcy Kemper can join the New Jersey Devils organization? Most likely not. I'm sure he's definitely going to have the ball in his favor. He's going to have uh, options to choose from. But the Devils definitely need to take that risk, like Neil said um, in his article, which is, you know, just don't be afraid to reach out to some of these players and offer them big money because the New Jersey Devils were just a goalie away from actually being a legitimate team. I'm not saying a playoff team, but I'm saying like a team that you at least have to respect in regards to their overall style of play because I believe if we were able to land Dougie Hamilton, a guy who was in the running for the Norris Trophy the last couple years, if we were able to convince Dougie Hamilton to sign long-term with us, then I believe we could convince someone like Darcy Kemper because at the end of the day, I think it's time for Darcy Kemper to, you know, uh, just be the man once again because the Colorado Avalanche, they have an elite offense and I, Kemper does deserve a lot of credit for what he was able to do with the Avalanche organization. But I feel as though, you know, if he comes to the New Jersey Devils organization or if any goalie comes to the Devils organization and they're able to just put our team on the map, that'll go a long way. So the thing about Darcy Kemper is that he's been in the league since the 2012-2013 season. So he has the experience. He has the tutelage. He's been in plenty of situations before and it goes back to what I said about like Jonathan Bernier being a part of the New Jersey Devils organization which is you know Jonathan Bernier is a former Stanley Cup champion he's never won a Vesna trophy never been an all-star but at the same time I love having someone like Jonathan Bernier on the team just because he's able to just have that sort of veteran impact on Mackenzie Blackwood. So once again, I believe uh, just getting someone like Darcy Kemper could definitely go a long way for the New Jersey Devils organization. And I just want to rewind a little bit. So when talking about Marc-Andre Fleury, because I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to be like, look, I'm sure some of these players would just want to go to a winning culture already. But for someone like Marc-Andre Fleury, he's won three times already. I don't think he his main priority is trying to win a championship. I, look, I know everyone in this league wants to win. But given the fact that Marc-Andre Fleury has won three championships already, I'm sure he would be willing to give a team like the New Jersey Devils a chance or just, you know, overall listen to what they have to say just because um, he's won before. And I'm sure he would want to go to a place where he feels wanted and appreciated. And if you're a goalie and you're just looking for a fresh start or if you're just looking to just solidify your legacy, whatever the case might be, then come to the New Jersey Devils and you're able to just shapeshift this organization around overnight because that's what we need. Yes, we need more for depth. Yes, we need more consistency, especially from a point standpoint. Yes, we need more consistent defense and probably a little bit more scoring from our blue line. But at the same time, I think our biggest issue going into the offseason is definitely a goalie. And I feel as though getting someone like Kemp could definitely go a long way for a New Jersey Devils organization. So we'll talk about the third and final goalie and why I'm a little more hesitant with this goal, specific goalie. But first, I want to give you guys the third and final live read and it comes from our friends at Bet Online. So our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, major league baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the transaction. Bet Online, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. 
So the third and final goalie that Jeremy brings up is Braden Holtby. So the thing about Braden Holtby, according to Jeremy, is that he is a player whose future is a little bit up in the air. After a lengthy tenure with the Washington Capitals, his career seemingly took a bit of a spiral beginning last season with Vancouver and going into this year with the Dallas Stars. While the production on Holtby's end has declined, that doesn't mean he wouldn't be a productive addition to the New Jersey Devils' roster come next year. While he was with Washington, Holtby has won plenty of playoff games. He has a Stanley Cup and has simply been in, in a productive organization throughout his time in the NHL. So here's the thing with Holtby. Yes, he does have a Stanley Cup. Yes, he does have that experience and something that I've definitely been preaching about on this show the last couple episodes in regards to just trying to find a goalie because, um, you know, b- b- between uh, Kemper and, and Vanacek, Holtby has been in the league uh, a couple years longer than uh, Kemper because he made his debut with the Washington Capitals back in 2010, 2011. So ultimately, it's just like for Holpe, yes, he's a good player. And I feel as though if we were able to sign him hypothetically, uh, I'd just be a little skeptical. I'd be very hesitant because this season for Holpe, uh, yeah, he had a goals against average of 2.78 and a save percentage of 913. But my problem with Holpe is like looking at last year, he had a goals against average of 3.67 and a save percentage of 889 with the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, like Jeremy said, he kind of, you know, got off to a slow start with the Dallas Stars and he was able to pick it up. But and then when we're looking at his time with the Washington Capitals, his final year with the organization, 2019-2020, he had a goals against average of 3.11 and a save percentage of 897. And his record was 25, 14, and 6. So, yes, his worst is better than a lot of our players' best. But at the same time, is that someone we really need on our organization? Not unless he's, you know, unless, you know, he, he takes the role like he was in Dallas and also Vancouver and just, you know, plays back up a little bit. But ultimately, it's just like, I feel like with Holpe, it's just like, it's just too big of a risk because... I'm just looking at his numbers with the Washington Capitals and Vancouver Canucks and also when he first started off with the Dallas Stars. It's just my overall my overall concern is like, you know, which Hopi am I going to get? Am I going to get the Hopi that, you know, finished somewhat strong with the Dallas Stars or am I going to get final season Washington Capitals or a, a year with the Vancouver Canucks? Am I going to get that kind of production from Hopi? Because that's my overall concern with someone like Hopi on the roster, which is, is he really going to help long term? So, you know, that's where my concern for him kind of lies. He's a great player. He's been in the organization uh, of the NHL for a long time. But at the same time, I just feel as though just adding someone like him to the roster, I don't know how much good that's going to do for us. I'm not trying to diminish him as a player. I'm not trying to diminish him as a veteran. I'm definitely uh, not going to take anything away from him in terms of winning the Stanley Cup because that's more than what Vanacek could say. That's more than what Kemper could say. You know, hope he's a Stanley Cup champion. But ultimately, you know, I'm just a little concerned in that regards because we, we don't need any more declining goalies because the one thing I said about, like, Bernier, I was excited to get him, but at the same time, Bernier got hurt, and, you know, he has a Stanley Cup. He's been in the league for a while, and ultimately, I, I was excited for Bernier to join the New Jersey Devils because I thought we improved on the defensive side of things, and, uh, you know, Bernier's coming over from the Detroit Red Wings, so I thought, you know, he would improve in that regards, but Bernier was only able to appear in 10 games, and Bernier's 33 years of age. So, you know, that's my concern for someone like Hopi is because I'm just trying to think. I'm just like, you know, is his career on the 
downwards or, you know, is it just inconsistent or is he just trying to make a comeback? I don't know what the case might be, but that's where I have my concern for Holpe. But if we were to hypothetically sign him, I would definitely welcome him with open arms and I would be willing to give him a chance. But that's where my concern lies a little bit. So when looking at goalies, I believe the New Jersey Devils should aim. Well, what are we aiming for? Are we aiming for a starter or a, or a backup? So my thing is like, you know, it really depends on the goalie that we sign. I'm not really picky on either or. We just need some sort of stability in net. So if Mackenzie Blackwood is a starter and we fi- and we find a suitable backup, I'm okay with that. If we find a top-notch starter and we move Mackenzie Blackwood over to the backup role, I'm also okay with that because that's the, I, I'm okay with either or. I just want some stability. But in terms of credentials, I just want someone who has experience, someone who's been in plenty of situations before, someone who uh, has consistent numbers the past few years, and someone who just can be that voice in the locker room. So I know I'm being a little picky in this regards. I know I'm like, you know, being a little overzealous, especially when I was talking about Vanacek and his playoff numbers, but it's just some things that I take into consideration. So Ultimately, that's what I'm looking for in a goalie. Just looking for someone who has experience, someone who uh, can dress in a, a plentiful of games for the New Jersey Devils, and someone who could be a mentor towards Mackenzie Blackwood, and someone who has respectable numbers, and someone who is not on the decline. So that's the overall uh, criteria I'm looking for in terms of goalies for New Jersey Devils. So let me know what you guys think. Is there another uh, goalie who's either in trade discussion rumors or maybe entering unrestricted free agency that you want me to talk about? Is there something I missed when it comes to to Marc-Andre Fleury, Darcy Kemper, Vitek Vanacek, or maybe Braden Holpe. Let me know Let me know in the comment section below in YouTube, or if you're watching, or excuse me, if you're listening on a podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal Twitter page, at TreyMatt4, and also the show's Twitter page, at LockedOnDevils. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you guys. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And once again, I apologize for not posting an episode yesterday. Nothing I could do about technical difficulties, but I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.